ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. Food. Well, I don't know if there's any more hard-working, engaging or skilled celebrity chef than Adam Lior. Adam's about to return to his sixth season of The Cook-Up with Adam Lior on SBS next Monday. It goes to air weeknights. I think there's more than 80 episodes <laughs> planned for this season. Think about the washing up, for heaven's sake. Each uh, features guests uh, cooking with Adam. And there are people like Rachel Ward, Lincoln Nunes, Christy Whelan-Brown, Eddie Perfect, Claire Bowditch, Jamie Jury. And international guests too, Michael Mosley of um, the Five Two. You better get him on one of his five of his five nights rather than the two, I guess. And uh, there are dishes from Australia's cult restaurants as well. And one episode's also going to feature children. Well, more importantly, Adam's with us on the program again. Adam, good evening. Welcome back to Nightlife. Hi, good to, good to be back. Great to have you with us too. Just how busy are you? These are half hour shows, five nights a week. Uh, I mean, I'm joking about the washing up, but I mean, really, must, there's there's a lot of work here, isn't there? Yeah, look, it, it is a fair bit of work. We make quite a lot of shows, but it is fun to do it at the same time. So it's 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 not all hard labour, you know. Uh, no, well, I'm, I'm I'm sure that's right. For those who don't know the show, just tell me about tell us about the format again. Uh, well, it's called The Cook-Up with Adam Liao, and it's essentially, I have two guests every night. They come in to my kitchen, and we cook some food. Usually, I take the, the first go. We announce a theme for the night, and um, I, I cook something, and then my guests cook something. It's uh, it's pretty straightforward, to be honest. It's, it's, quite, it's quite an easy show to make. Okay. So, but given that you're better at it than they are, how does that how does that work, uh, Adam? I mean, not, not always better at it than they are. We have some fantastic chefs on there. You know, we have some of the best chefs in Australia um, coming into the kitchen, and they they show me a thing a thing or two. But it, the cook up really does celebrate home cooking. You know, we love uh, home cooking, um, and I think sometimes we can get a bit too caught up in the chefiness of food and try to make fine dining things or I absolutely can't stand the term restaurant quality because honestly I think home cooking is better than restaurant food most of the time. On many, on many, if not most occasions. (laughs) Exactly. We've all been out to, we've all been out to a restaurant, had a bowl of red pasta and think, you know what, I could, I could do this better at home. Couldn't we? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, um, these days, I think you know we're competing not just with restaurants. I love going to restaurants, but we're often competing with uh, the delivery services or the the, the takeaways. So mm. we're trying to, I guess, bring back home cooking, get people cooking at home a bit more, uh, better for you, faster, cheaper. It's better and faster and cheaper. It absolutely is. All right. So the first episode next week is called Fruity Bakes. <laughs> yes. What is a fruit? <laughs> What's a fruity bake, Adam? Well, it's, it's just uh, something you bake. It's got some fruit in it. <laughs> fruit cakes, um, those kind of things. I, I, I think I make a lemon drizzle cake uh, for that one. But I, I am. Are we talking things like like uh, like what uh, apple crumble or um, yeah, pe- sure. pe- peach cobbler? We're 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 generally not too pres- pres- prescriptive about our themes. We'll say the theme is fruity bake. If you want to make any of those kind of things. But if, sometimes the themes can be a little bit more, es- more esoteric. It can mm. be kind of, I don't know, um, food that makes you smile or something like that. And we're not going to tell you what makes you smile. You, our guests bring their own twist on whatever the theme happens to be. Do you like cooking everything? 
I mean, I'm I'm a, I'm an avid home cook, but I, there are lots of things I don't really like cooking. Um, yeah, I, I like. I like the challenge. Now, there are certain things that I really just enjoy cooking mm. every weeknight. You know, like that. A simple stir fry to me is, is about as good as home cooking can get on when you're pressed for time. But mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you know, during the pandemic, I really got into making sourdough, like the like the rest of Australia. But I, I won't say that I, I bake a loaf every week now. Um, but yeah, I, I do enjoy most cooking. Sometimes there's stuff that I that I find a little bit too troublesome let's say and i probably you know uh i don't look forward to making it but i enjoy the result mm. you know, something like lasagna I, I think is is a great result and i'll do it once in a while because i love eating lasagna but it's probably a little bit too much for every week yeah i agree with that it's actually it's actually harder to get a good result with lasagna than you think actually isn't it, 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 it is. i've never figured out good. i've never figured out whether you should pre-cook the sheets or not what do you what do you do I, I always do. I give them a little dunk into some hot water, not all the way through. Um, mm. I do give them a little dunk in hot water. I prefer the texture, to be honest, that way. I know I know quite a lot of them you don't need to, but I prefer the textures giving it a little bit of extra moisture. Mm. One of the the old Italian tricks for all those kind of al forno, like oven-baked pasta recipes, is to always add a bit of extra water into uh, the, the the dish when you're baking it. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. You're right about bread making, actually, I reckon. It's, um, I mean, although it's enticing and you think it's a fantastic thing, of course, it's as old as humans. Well, not quite as old as humans, but still. Uh, it's, actually, it's actually quite difficult to get a good, to get a really good result, isn't it? And I, I do, I have great admiration for bread makers uh, who, who I, achieve I a consistent result because I think it's actually, it's actually, when you try it yourself, it's harder than you think. It's harder than you think, but it's a very soulful thing. Like I think mm. you could get lost in the lost in lost in the, the the romance of it a little bit when you're baking bread. Um, for for a lot of us, myself included, a little bit pressed for time, uh, and so we can't kind of uh, do it as much as we would like to. But it's 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 a nice rhythm bread making. Mm. Did any do anybody uh, who's not a top chef do they surprise you with their knowledge of food? I, I kind of get the sense that maybe with all the cooking shows around, yours included, that uh, a lot of people get quite good at it, don't they? Yeah, they they, they do. And the thing that always surprises me, like I, I tend to approach cooking fairly scientifically, have a fairly scientific background, and, mm. and it's just the way my my brain works. But quite often, I'll speak to people whether they're you know chefs or home cooks and they're like you know i've always found that doing it this way works best and it's you know they haven't studied the science of it like i have but they're they're making exactly the right decisions just based on trial and error and that's i guess that's that's science you know that's that's science as as well as any other form of science and i just i love the way that people get to the, the 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 correct or the the preferred result just through a bit of trial and error mm Interesting. I'm talking with Adam Lior, uh, Australian cook and TV presenter and author. Of course, he's returning to his sixth season of The Cook-Up with Adam Lior. It's on SBS next Monday. If you haven't ever had a look, do so. It's it's uh, it's extremely fun. That's interesting what you say about science. Are you are you one of those cooks who, who really rigorously follows the recipe? Uh, and, and respects the recipe, or or not? So I mean, some some people bang on as though, oh, well, you should just get free form with it, which I've never thought. Actually, I thought, you know what? There's a recipe there for a reason because people have tried this in many ways, and this is actually the best way. 
Well, the, I, I agree with you to a certain extent. Um, that said, there is so much that needs to, particularly with, with liquid volumes when mm. it comes to making a recipe. You know, I we by the time we get to shooting a cookbook, for example, a recipe is usually being cooked two or three times, um, tested quite a lot uh, by various people, and then we always have to adjust the quantities even when we're cooking to a recipe that's been tested that much. I'm, mm. I'm very confident that all of my recipes work. That's the feedback I get all the time. <laughs> Sometimes you, you know, but you do need to adjust for things because while it may be tested on my stove, my stove is going to be slightly different from your stove, yeah, and the, yeah. the, the pan material will be slightly different. You, you, I, I personally don't think that you can write a recipe down to this kind of exact amount of specificity just because people's stoves are different, people's pans are different. The humidity on the day might be different. You know, there are so many variables you need to adjust for. Yes, I remember trying to cook a particularly fancy-looking gnocchi once, and, uh, you know what, it just didn't work. I mean, I followed the recipe meticulously, but it, it just did not work. <laughs> and, I, and I thought, well, the, the recipe was from, you know, like a big top uh, well-known Australian chef, and I thought that the difference here is that he's got a lot of skills, and I don't, I've only, it, it, I've only got often, a few. It's often not even that. You know, when you're talking gnocchi, you're talking potatoes and you're talking flour, yeah. and those two things, it, it, to me, recipes always – uh, live and die by kind of the amount of liquid that's in them. So yeah. potatoes and the the starch in them will absorb different amount of liquid. The uh, the the flour as well, given the the day or the the type of flour or how finely it's milled, will absorb different amounts of liquid. And so, yeah, that that's that's almost always when when somebody says a recipe hasn't worked out for them, it's it's usually just the amount of liquid that needed to be added. Mm. On Fridays, you do something special. It's called easy entertaining. Uh, see, some people would say that's a contradiction in terms, Adam. <laughs> the, th- the idea of six or eight people descending through your front door in the next half an hour when you know you're not ready is not easy. Oh, look, I, I enjoy entertaining. I think a lot of people like having people around, but mm. it can be stressful. I completely understand that. So what we try to do with our Friday episodes is to give you a bit of a plan, you know, a, a, a way to theme your way through uh, having some people around for dinner. And it's usually, you know, it is true to form. It is easy entertaining. We're not trying to tell you to, to make a fancy dinner party for all your friends. It's it's just some simple things that can that can be a good night in instead of a good night out. I think that's right, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Make a big spanakopita or something. It's pretty easy to make. You know, yeah. people might, you know what? People might think, I've eaten this before, so what? doesn't matter as long as it's cooked reasonably well. That's the thing, and it's quick and easy, you know. And, poor, and also you can make it in advance. That's the... That's the main stress reliever, isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. You want to have most, I would say, 80 to 85% of everything that you need to do for your guests uh, done before they even arrive. You know, that that to me is about the right, the benchmark uh, because nothing – you need to be there for your guests. You need to be there to – to be the party. You're not a waiter. You're not a, a chef. You don't need to be hiding in the back cooking while everyone else is having fun. You need to be there creating, being the life of the party. Exactly. What do you do about dessert, Adam, for, for entertaining? I mean, a lot of people say, don't worry, I'll bring a cake, uh, which means that they'll buy a cake from the cake shop. You know, that's not, not anything necessarily <laughs> wrong with that. But what, what do you reckon the best approach to dessert is? I mean, people do like to bring something, and, and and quite often dessert is not a bad way of of doing that. However, I also think that it's it's actually pretty easy. You know, make, make a a nice tiramisu or bake a cake. People love 
uh, making cake. You know, the, the lemon drizzle cake that's on the um, the, the first episode of this season, the cook-up's a good one. You know, I'll often do something like a simple French apple cake. And the thing I love about that is I can make the batter for that. I can put it into the tin. When everybody turns up, uh, I can serve dinner, whatever it happens to be, a stew or something simple that I've made beforehand as well, mm-hmm. serve that for dinner. As that's going on the table, I can throw the cake into the oven and it will bake in about 35, 40 minutes, and then I can take a freshly – and then as they finish dinner, they get the smell of this nice cake that's baking in the oven, and, and they're like, oh, okay, something a bit special is happening here. So quite often I'll ask people if they want to bring a dessert, say, I'll make a cake. Why don't you bring some ice cream? And we'll have ice cream with the cake. Oh, nice. Yeah, no, that's a good idea. Speaking of which, the the lemon – on Nightlife Food here, we like, we like to, to put a recipe on our website. So let's do this with a lemon drizzle cake, shall we? Uh, yeah. It'll be on the SBS Food website, of course. So tell me the basic. What, we won't go through the whole thing right now, but the, the idea of the lemon drizzle cake. What's 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 going on here? Oh, lemon drizzle cakes are sort of your classic. And to me, one thing I've done on this season of the cookup actually is I've tried to make almost all the cakes that I make on there, which is why I talk about the French apple and the lemon drizzle in a simple loaf pin, lo- loaf tin, because mm-hmm. sometimes I think you know. <laughs> You, you go, oh, I might make that cake, and you go, oh, I've got, I've got, I don't have the right size tin, so then you got to go through all these conversions. It become that's when it starts to get into too hard baskets. So I've actually tried to make most of the recipes on this season of the cook up in the same tin. In so way, just a lo- just a loaf tin rather than a round yeah. rather rather than a round cake tin. I think that's uh, the, the loaf tin is, is sort of my favourite because it, it's it's not so big. Sometimes I think if you make a big cake, you know, 22, 24 centimeters, you can end up enjoying the first half of it and the second half either you give it mm. away or just sort of go <laughs> on the bench. But maybe that's just me. I think, no, no, I think, I think you're right. I think you're right. All right, the lemon yes, drizzle. Yeah, go on, sorry. It's a very simple cake. It is, uh, I guess, just the, the, the zest of a couple of lemons, a bit of lemon juice into the, the drizzle itself, but it's essentially butter, sugar, eggs, flour, bit of baking powder, and that's about it. It's a very, very simple cake flavoured with those that, that bit of lemon zest and lemon juice. But I think for, where people usually go wrong with cakes like that that are very simple, it's the simple things. You know, creaming the butter and sugar together, the recipes will always say until it's pale and fluffy, and people often don't do that long enough. They'll spend they'll, – they'll, what, what you're actually doing when you're creaming butter and sugar together is the, the, the sugar is – uh, has little corners on it if you go down to a microscopic level and as you beat that into the butter it's actually bringing air like a whisk into the butter and the butter because it's oil based is trapping that air in it so that's why it's looking pale and fluffy then when you mix that through you've got all these tiny tiny microscopic little air bubbles inside your cake and they'll expand as it's heated and that's going to give you that rise so sometimes people go oh my cake didn't really rise often it's down to creaming the butter and sugar together here we go all right, we'll put the lemon drizzle cake up on our website. Uh, make sure you tune in. The Cook Up with Adam Lure starts again next week. It's a terrific show. And uh, Adam, many thanks for, uh, for talking with us tonight. It's a great pleasure. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to a Nightlife podcast. For more great conversations about the issues that impact you, as well as features on travel and food, head to the Nightlife webpage. You'll find it at abc.net.au slash nightlife. You don't need to be a night owl to enjoy the nightlife.